Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back at the regular set after a beautiful All-Star weekend. Exactly, man. Aren't y'all happy to be back? I am happy to be back because as good as All-Star weekend was, it, it left me hungry for more. Yeah, exactly. So, that was like the first vacation we went on. Where that's I not a vacation. We can't. Ca- it's not a vacation. Work, work, work trip. Yeah, work it's trip. Not a vacation. Yeah. Like when we go to New we York, we can tell he don't be doing shit when we have to work. <laughs> nah, like when we in New York, like y'all was saying, like you want to come home. When I was there, I never really like. I didn't want to come home. What was the reason for that, though? Was it the house? Yeah, was the it house the... was a big part of it. Maybe like, the house. I'd rather I think it was have that Airbnb than, you know. The hotel. The hotel. Yeah. I think the hotel life makes you want to, like, just go home. For, I don't know. People that don't know, we lived in, like, this lakeside mansion for, like, four or five days. So that's a lot different than the average hotel. Not even average. They always put us up in nice hotels. But that's, yeah. that's different see, than nice I'm hotels. I'm going to drop a vlog tomorrow before this episode or after this episode. But... I like hotels. Y'all don't like hotels? Hotels are cool. Especially in New York. I like New York hotels. Something about that lakefront was just yeah. crazy. Something about that lake house just made you not want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to go home, though. I was ready to record because, another show. Yeah, and, and because the Charlotte weather got tricky on us. Yeah. When we first got there, it was all nice. Yeah, like, we were like, okay, let's yeah. go. This weekend about to be good. <laughs> it just started raining and getting cold. It was like, damn, I could stay. I could be in Chicago with this. Right. So, And we will be in Chicago next year for it. That's a big fact. And uh, that's why I was ready to come back and just do better, continue to grow, put out some fire episodes so that next year in Chicago we can really run shit. We got to do some recruiting next year, too. What kind of recruiting? We got to get. We got to make these free agents realize that this is the place to be. That's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't Y'all know how you're going to do that. They not next year, free agency's not even, like, fire anyway. They're not expecting you to recruit for them anyway because they don't know if you're a Bull fan or a Blaze or a Spur fan. I, I love them all. So who are you recruiting for? Ooh. The Bulls. I don't like that answer, man. Greg Popovich don't either. What are you? Okay, if you were hired to recruit people to Chicago, what would be your selling pitch? See, especially, I, and then you have to think about it. You said you want to recruit during All Star Weekend. We know next year All Star Weekend in Chicago is going to be a lot of coats, a lot of hats, and it's going to be a little cold. See. With all that extra clothes, it brings more fashion. Which okay. wear the nice, <laughs> nice, nice coat. I like and all that. I like that. So look, we got the nightlife. We got the big city, big mm-hmm. lights. The media isn't here as much as like L.A. and New York. It's here, uh, but it's not as big. Uh, so you get a little bit more privacy. But but you can get away but, from the big city. But listen to what you just said. <laughs> you said the media not as here as here as much as L.A. LA and, and New, New York. York. Those are the two top ones. We the third one. <laughs> <laughs> out of Twenty out of thirty. That's twenty seven other cities that we above. I know, but like the media is just not all in your face here, like they are in the other states. And what? Oh, just just two though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, we got the nightlife. He's making the, the best of both worlds. He's trying to say. Exactly. We, we the big city with all, all the attention, and you'll be able to have your own personal life. But, but let's say, do you think that when they come there, that's exactly, when that attention will exactly. come? Because exactly. there ain't no attention here because we ass. Mm-hmm. I think they can get away from it. Y'all they can go, up up, nice they can go out to the Hey, I want to talk about yeah, that. Don't get me wrong. They can nice get away from it. You don't think they're in the suburbs of Los Angeles? Yeah. But it's different. Like, they in, like, Beverly Hills and... All those other high end like areas where all the celebrities are. Okay, like Calabasas. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what about the nightlife? Are you selling when you say that <clears throat> the nightlife with the club? So, if, if you told it to Kevin Durant, he say, "Oh, okay, what clubs you be going to? What would you suggest? <laughs> <laughs> what would you then tell him?" 
I couldn't tell you. I so he would be like, <laughs> he would say you lie. <laughs> I would have to do my research on the top clubs in this, in Chicago. Okay, you'd be willing to do that. Okay, mm. I'm, I'm I'm just curious to see what you would be selling. That's all, because I don't know what it is to sell. And you didn't mention anything about basketball. <laughs> that's so, all. Yeah, that's team, how I thought the team speaks for itself. No, it don't. No, it, no, it don't. don't. Come on. Hey, three and two is traded for automatic. Only issue is Jim Boylan. That's a big ass issue. <laughs> but recently. He been letting the boys play a little bit. He not pull, he, he not yanking he players for no bad shots. Because the way they were originally going, you can tell that he he. I don't know if he wasn't gonna lose his job because he just. Got I like how we just transitioned into the Bulls. You know and that's perfect because I wanted to talk about this to open up the show. Go ahead, the floor is yours. People, people do not understand this new 2019 NBA draft lottery rule. It is blowing my mind. Because I tweeted after that big win last night, big big win last night against the Orlando Magic. Um, that look, we're three and two since straight of Auto Porter, and I'm happy. Somebody must have said, "Why are y'all winning games?" But you bet. But you're losing in the long run. Is what somebody said. They said Zion is slowly slipping away. That's yep. And, and and listen, people need to understand that this is not like the previous sixty years of the NBA. Thanks. It's not the worst team gets twenty five percent chance, and the next team get eighteen, the next team get eleven. That's not how it's working this year. The bottom three teams get fourteen percent, and that fourteen get twelve point. Five. And y'all are still bottom three, am I correct? We're four. Four. And then right. five is five is Atlanta, and they're still like five games ahead of us. So right now we're like locked into the fourth best odds, which is still 12% against yeah. 14%. We all going to name a team that's ahead of y'all, so there's only three. Mm-hmm. Knicks. Knicks are one. I, I know one other one for sure. The bottom team's in the league. Come on. Well, the Nets. The, no. what? Why, the Nets are in the, the playoffs are right the, now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the above. The Suns. The Suns. Okay, I'm just thinking in the East. (laughs) Wait, what? That still don't make sense. I was just thinking the teams ahead of the Bulls in the East, but no, no, we're talking below. This is Suns, the Cavs, and uh, okay, the Cavs. What the fuck? What's that? The Nets. The Nets are making a playoff run. (laughs) Six seed. Oh my god, the PCP is. Anyway, the point the point I'm trying to make is us winning a few more games right now is not really hurting us in the long run because the odds are still gonna be about the same. Yeah. They did this to prevent teams from bottoming out completely for twenty five percent chance of getting that first overall pick. If we ended up at the four, which we chance. are right now, we still have twelve point five percent chance versus fourteen percent. Still want that fourteen. You, yeah. Sure, but it's not it's not that, that much of a difference. So making a trade for Otto Porter who helps you win right now don't really matter because we're still the team above us is the Atlanta Hawks. And as I mentioned, they're four games above us. We're probably not going to catch the Atlanta Hawks because they give teams good runs. Just like last night, they played against the Pistons and it was a close game. They almost ran away with that. So chill. If we win it's a couple more games than we than we expected, that is OK. And also, please don't make me the cover boy of Bulls fandom. I know I got a decent amount of fans on YouTube and stuff, but I don't want to be the spokesperson for Bulls fandom because there's so many Bulls fans that we all think differently. Meaning My opinion. What, what uh, makes you say that? What, because what somebody, somebody was asking, like, <coughs> who's the king of, of Bulls fandom? And I got mentioned a lot. And I, like, I don't want to be the king of that. I, my opinion is different than the average Bulls fan, most likely. So I don't want to be the one that represents the whole fandom. Like, find someone else for that. Right. You're not the king of the Bulls. You're the king of the fourth quarter. That was... 
When you take a piece of corn on the cob and you put it on your knee. <laughs> I mean, speaking of, hey, speaking of the draft, or the draft, though, do y'all think Zion should, should still play after what happened? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. I seen Charles Barkley say something that was so genius. Yeah. Not genius, exactly. but it was just so real. They, he, it was like on TNT, and they was speaking of it. He was like, I hate to use the word hate, but you know what I hate? I hate when people say you shouldn't play. He's like, why? When, since when money become like such this the number one thing like mm-hmm. basketball players their whole thing is to play basketball yeah. that's why so they do it like, they love yeah. it he's like we play, we here to play so it's like sitting out is so damn lame and he was just saying like Shaq played three years Michael Jordan played three oh, yeah, years, I did see this yeah. Three years. so mm-hmm. it's like <clears throat> four and then it's like um, so like why sit out you know what I mean and and it ain't nothing big yeah. he didn't right. do anything he and like, he got insurance mm-hmm. so he got an eight million dollar insurance, so he's gonna be cool. Whatever, you know. I mean, we've been real with each other. If he did tear something, he's he out for a year. He was yeah. still the number one pick. And yeah. you know, he was literally <laughs> preserving nothing. I literally was on Twitter saying that RJ Barrett is not that guy when it comes to the number one pick. Like, it's just Zion. Mm-hmm. And people really think that, like, bro, it's just Zion. There is no chance that Zion is not the number one pick. I think people are kind of high on RJ Barrett. Obviously, he for good reason, but yeah, he's like, a good player. He would be the the typical scorer in the NBA now, the person that's going to be the high volume shooter, you know, which, yeah, which is going to be a future star. He's why I think he like he needs to go to like the uh, uh, well, I can't think of a team name Cavaliers because they don't have shit else. Mm-hmm. I couldn't picture RJ Bear with the Suns with Devin Booker and DeAndre because he just he's just going to put up shots. The funny thing about that whole situation is that was gonna that was the first game I wasn't tuning in to watch them play because there's like no basketball. Seconds in, and like he goes out. Seconds. I am so glad that I think about shit now because we was in a chat and I was I had a text that was like because like you. A lot of people watching the game that don't normally watch it, but it was such a big game. So I'm in a group chat. Flex, who don't watch no damn college basketball, was just talk. He was just being goofy, talking about like, yeah, that boy Zion finna do his things if he know. <laughs> and, and I literally had a text that was like, Zion, that's crazy if Zion get hurt this game. <laughs> and I, but I didn't do it for some reason. I went to go do something else and didn't do it, and he literally had got hurt. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm glad I ain't say that or put it on Twitter. Yeah, that was that was gonna be crazy. It's um. I mean, we should we should talk about the whole one and done situation because the NBA officially put in like a I don't even what's the right word for it? It's a, a they proposed a request, a request, right? Proposed a request to get rid of the one and done rule, and this was like this is not the reason for this. They've been talking about it for a few years now, but like this, this one like moment is for it because it's like one of the biggest players in a while, mm-hmm. and he gets hurt, and it just kind of brought attention to it. I don't know. I mean, obviously we agreed on, like, they should be able to come out of high school straight. Right. Same thing with being able to get a job straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's why I agree with it. And I think what it does is it forces the NBA people to really do their research and really do their job. Because a lot of the, the change was that, oh, you know, a lot of players come in and they, they aren't what they think of. And I've seen some names, like, you know, the Harrison twins were highly touted before they went to college and then when they got to college their stock dropped and we seen that with a lot of different people and um people say that college helps you see that more in players um but i think it just it just means that the nba people who are doing it they have to really be better um maybe that they add something in the draft pre-draft uh, workouts or something that I don't know. I mean, but, I just I like the idea. I know it'll never happen, but I like the idea of using the G League as a way to get those players transitioned into the NBA. Like, what about one year in the G League? Now, it don't even just give them a run in G League. Uh, I don't. The reason I don't like that is because 
Some players don't need it. No, no, I'm not saying yeah. it, it wouldn't be mandatory, but I would like for teams to like we draft a guy out of high school. Let's say he's second round. You know, he's not one. He's not Zion. He's second round, but we think that we draft him out of high school because he's got the potential. Throw him in the G League for a couple months, oh, see well, how he develops happens, and stuff like that. that. Now, even with players out of college, if they don't, if a player comes out of college and they have some potential, but they don't get enough run on, the, like Derek White. For the Spurs, when he first drafted, he didn't just get minutes. He right. had to do some time, and he got assigned to G League, mm-hmm. you know, to get some minutes and to get some opportunity. So they definitely do that, and they will continue to do that. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I like it because I don't think you should restrict anybody from doing what they want to be, doing what they want to do. I just can't wait to hear the response from college basketball because they're the biggest loser. Right. If this and, 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 and they give the excuse of, um, obviously, the education, right? Like there's a – Charles Barkley even said it in his, his – um, when he was talking is that there's a very small percentage of college athletes that end up hitting the pros. So the idea of getting this, this education for free is good for a majority of the people that go to college. But for that, that small point of a point percent that are good enough to make it pro right out of high school, they should just have the chance to do that. Cause they don't even really use the education regardless anyway. When it comes to the players that make it. Yeah. Right. But I, but my main problem with the NCAA is that the player, not that they don't pay the players, but that the players can't get paid off other things. Right. If Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson can't sign a magazine for ten dollars and make some money for some for some food, that bothers the heck out of me because it's his likeness. They were selling his likeness ten years ago to make the NCAA games, and nobody got a piece of that except for the big heads of the NCAA. I would just like for even if they they're not paying players out of their pocket, if Kentucky's not paying players, that they can make their own money off their name and they still can't that's that's the huge the biggest problem for me the reason why i'm not a fan of the ncaa yeah because if you go and buy a duke number one jersey it's because of zion williamson yep. you bought it i was gonna say also with that austin rivers jersey you had yeah like, i literally like- got a jersey right there a, a illinois jersey for d brown d brown ain't getting no proceeds of that money to get that jersey and now he's actually an assistant coach over there at illinois so shout out to d brown but that that's my biggest problem with the NCAA. It's tough for me because like like I said, I like the uh I like the one and done. Th- I mean, I like that the players can come out whenever they feel like it. But I also like players in college. I do. Uh it's it's exciting. You get to see uh especially when guys like to go somewhere by themselves. You get to kind of see their character. Some guys team up. Um and then you can see how they coexist with others. Mm-hmm. Like Zion is teaming up with Cam Reddish, RJ Barrett, and he's still leading the pack by a large margin. You can see um guys like Lonzo Ball go to UCLA and the team was you know had a losing record under five hundred and wasn't making a tournament. He goes and then they become a you know a top two team in the nation at one point right. and go in a tournament. You can see him change around the whole thing. Or then you can see guys like Ben Simmons also go and Markel Fultz and they don't do anything with their team or not enough to carry their team, and they're still that good to be the number one pick. So it's a lot of different variables. And um, I've seen somebody talk about the Zion thing. they like, if he comes back and he plays and that Duke team go to Final Four, National Championship, some crazy run, his stock is only going to go up. Mm-hmm. He says that's going to help, you know, with shoe deals and all type of things. So Yeah, because, I mean, one of the issues was is he didn't want to re-injure it because – Obviously, his physique—he's two hundred and eighty-five pounds, like and whatnot—and you could really hurt your knee if you're coming down on that on that wrong. But I think it still be good for him to at least play through that because when you come from an injury like that, it wasn't that big, 
but it's still in your head, and you don't want him going into the pros with that same mindset, and he end up re-injuring it because he's favoring the wrong leg or anything. I think it's best for him to get as much, you know, not practice, but enough, enough reps, reps in that he gets back to where he wants to be. I mean, there are some decent arguments for players going to college, and P just mentioned one. Was with, the development. The development. The development. Mm-hmm. Like, Going into it, Zion, we basically just known him as a dunker. Mm-hmm. But I think just the average fan, yeah, the average fan would have just seen him as a dunker just because that's what they post of his highlights. <clears throat> now we see him as, I mean, a playmaker, a defender, oh, yeah, defender yeah, everything, ridiculous athlete. And it's that's just, where it becomes like uh, it what, comes to your eye that he's what they call it, foolish gold. Is that what yeah. they call it? Because it's like. He's doing he, when he was doing it in high school. It was like okay, he's doing it in high school. It's a little five seven white guy, uh, you know, a six two center. So, but now when he's in the college, you see he's still doing the same things against six eleven guys or a seven foot guy. He's you know monstering everybody because high school is a different is a different thing. Everybody in high school is just there. You can literally just be in high school and make the team, and you'll never play basketball again. But when guys hey. are in college. You know that they got a scholarship to play. Mm-hmm. They are there to play basketball. They have a certain talent. Yeah, better competition. Yeah, so way it's, it's, competition. it's way more competitive. It's a way more bigger field, and you're playing against people who match up with you a lot more better. And that we get to see, oh, shit, he's actually dominant because he's a dominant basketball player. It's not just – because we've seen high school basketball players who be real dominant, and then they get to NCAA and they fall out or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they was calling Perry Jones the next Tracy McGrady. I remember that. Yeah, and, I remember and, Perry Jones. You know, Perry Jones is in and out of the league. Yeah, Shout out to Perry Jones. You know, yeah. but that type of stuff happens. Perry all the time. Jones, whose mixtape was crazy. It's a lot of players like that, though. That's kind of why I'm on the side of I think the one it done is like a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Hey, it's not. It's not that it's a good thing. I think we just, players should just have that option to either you know take that step. In, oh, they still gonna have the option. Right. The option always gonna be there. But and that's the other part is that they get the option because now with the one and done thing, you don't have an option. You have to go. Right. And I think we still will see players go to college for yeah. one year because it's, it's just so. It's Sometimes just so most safe. of the time it's smart. Yeah, smart. Get what your about get what your job and just go to Europe. That that's just too much to ask of an eight seventeen eighteen year old kid to go to a whole another world for a year and got to play with grown men and how how of often that. has that worked? Because we saw like Emmanuel Mudiay do it. Nah, we, it didn't work. We've seen Brandon um, Jennings was a pioneer. Didn't really. I mean, it worked for him, but I would have liked to see him at Arizona with Jared Bayless, which was the ultimate plan before he knew he was going to be ineligible. And I think that would help them more. I'm trying to think, there are a couple more players who do something very similar to that, where they they avoided college by doing something else. Terrence Ferguson, or you got like uh, Mitchell Robinson, who just said, "Forget it, I'm going to work yeah. out for a year, and then hopefully I get drafted." Um, that hurts your stock significantly, and that's why he went where he went, or he didn't get drafted at all, right? Or was no, it very late round. second round? Second okay. Round. Um, but then there's also <clears> the <throat> argument that like if they do get the one and done rule or keep it, the product of the NBA is better because you think about I'm looking at the 2004 people that came straight out of high school. Sean Livingston, who's made himself into a decent NBA career, and he was when supposed he was to drafted, be drafted. He was the real deal, and before the injury and everything, the Clippers went to the playoffs. Robert Swift, who got arrested for stealing people's stuff. Sebastian Telfair, Al Jefferson, Josh Smith, J.R. Smith, uh, Darrell Wright. Slow down. Go back. Go back. Go back to the second person you named was Robert Smith, right? Robert Swift that went to uh, Seattle SuperSonics yep. at high school. White mm-hmm. dude, seven footer. Yep. He's just actually crazy, though. No, he's real crazy. Like, yeah. he just got arrested a co- like maybe like a year ago. He was ago shooting from, up his own house. Yeah, he's so, real but, crazy. But person. the guys after him, that's what I want to hear you name. 
um, Sebastian Telfair, who was supposed to be the next big thing. Didn't yep. really pan out to be that. Nope. Al Jefferson had a couple years, I'm pretty yeah, sure, where yeah. he was all-star, or Nine, at least yeah. one. Josh Smith was a productive NBA yep. player when they was he'd been given the minutes. J.R. Smith had a decent career, Champion. and it's still going on. Um, Darrell Wright, he yeah. had a couple years. Yeah. And um, that's all from 2014. But those players that we mentioned that end up having decent careers, it took them three to four years anyway to be productive NBA players. Mm-hmm. So if they just went to high school for a year, you know, it's it's just a little bit different. You're yeah. right. The development happens faster when they go to college versus them coming straight into the league mm-hmm. with the big boys. But some of them will say that they developed as good as they did because by they were guarding being, LeBron for a game or something, or like just that. being around professionals, mm-hmm. you know? having that 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 focus to do it. Because when you do go to college, you do. I know it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff out there that players don't do everything that they're asked to do, but. If you watch the Ben Simmons one, one and done documentary, he didn't want to do it, but he still had to be a student. Right. He still had to do certain things. And then which he, takes your then focus he leave off campus after. As soon as it was done. Right. Yeah. And, that's, and that's why I think the G League is such a good idea because it's just better competition. At least I think better than college, too, because these are like borderline NBA players you're, you're playing against, mm-hmm. which you would hope to see at the next level. When and they would get money immediately right. from it, also. When you're a professional, you don't have to worry about going to school. You don't right. have to worry about living on campus. Passing tests and exactly. being eligible and stuff yeah. like that. You can you can really focus on getting your, you know, because like a lot of kids coming out of high school, that's, that's just, it's the fact that their bodies won't be ready. Mm-hmm. So now you can get with a personal trainer. You can get with a nutritionist and do all of those type of things. You can learn from a guy like, let's just say you drafted out of high school and you go to the Timberwolves. You know, you can learn from a car any towns or wh- whoever the hell. I don't know. I don't know who's a good example, but <laughs> I don't know. Car I mean, Carton hey, car Towns missed uh, his first game or, ever last yeah, night. Due to a car accident, too, which is crazy because mm-hmm. Jim Bayheim killed somebody uh, accidentally, too. Uh, but Greek Freak had a good body transition. Yep. That's, that's who 57 got. pounds a month. So a guy like that, you can come in and be like that. That's just a weird <laughs> fact yeah, to know, right? That you know the exact number. The weird number. 60. Right. If he ain't round a, up or down, he gave you the exact number of muscle he put on. If I was a 6'9", <laughs> six, 6'8", six, guy coming into the league and I was super skinny and frail, he would be one of the first guys I would want to learn from. Yeah. Like, yeah. yo, because – a lot of guys try to do that, and they don't do it successfully. Like, Kevin Durant has done tremendous with his body, but he still has He's, a very thin frame. Right. Yeah. Greek Freak is one of the few guys that came in thin and, and like— put on actual muscle. Yeah. So, like, his whole body type just changed. He's a dude that if I was a young teenage guy and I got drafted by the Bucks in the second round or late first round, I would definitely want to be under his wing 24-7 rather than going to college, I guess, per se. Mm-hmm. And, and getting that experience, but like you said, it's 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 like any situation in life. It's a bunch of pros, it's a bunch of cons, and the best thing about this rule is that they get to pick which pros and cons that they want to deal with. Yeah, right. but if you're a big name college player, you still can like have connects with like NBA players. You can still talk to them. They will reach out. No, to no, you talking is di- you can talk to anybody from anywhere. But what I'm saying is talking is different than being his teammate and being under his wing 24 seven throughout a full NBA season. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, so. That's that, that's all it is. But, but the question I want to ask y'all also that ties within this is after the Zion thing happened, did y'all opinion about Nike or the Paul George shoe? Hell no. Yeah, because no, I was no. seeing like, anybody that changes their opinion on the shoe based stock on, went down. 
That yeah, that's crazy. You this know, is one shoe out of millions yeah. and millions and millions of <laughs> shoes. Six, eight, two, eight, like I, I do who body is. Just and he's not been wearing yet. the same shoe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been wearing the same. That's shoe crazy before. to me. That's Even crazy if that was a new shoe, though, he's physically something that we don't see. Ever see? <laughs> his man, six eight, damn near three hundred pounds. You don't even see LeBron moves. like busting through his shoes or nothing, right? Nobody yeah. busts through. Nobody busts through his shoes. Through shoe. They had they put a full compilation together of Nike shoes busting. I mean. It's LeBron, though. Exactly. Similar body Not type. Not right. big. So, yeah, um, where do you think he's going to sign shoe deal-wise? I don't think he's given any indication exactly, but if you were him, where are you signing? I Nike. I think Nike. I like think he's best. wearing Nike. He's been a Nike guy since. Wait, no. Nah. He need to start wearing the LeBrons. You know he's built for that body. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got, I got a brand out there that I would rock. Puma? Throw me in some Pumas, bro. Throw me in some Pumas. Shout out to Puma Hoops. I want to see something. I think in high school he wore Adidas. <clears throat> you know, yeah, they they have to wear whatever shoe sponsor or whatever yeah, see, brand in sponsors. School, he, in high school, he wore Adidas. Well, whatever his. decrease they had when that happened, it had to increase at the Paul George performance. Oh, <laughs> you hear my man's transitions I from from one transition. topic to another. I love the you know, that's an MVP type game, right? Yes, an MVP was. moment, right? That Building his case. Is he catching up to Giannis? Is Giannis still like the clear cut guy? For me, Giannis is still number one, but he's he's getting there for number two he's for a, sure. He's got to be like the best player since like February. I think he's having like thirty eight points a game. You damn right, he is. He averaging like thirty eight, something mm-hmm. like that. Last time I, I checked last night, it was like thirty eight, eight and six, right. which is incredible numbers, and still shooting the ball very efficiently. The reason why this is such an MVP moment, like when we think back, this is going to be one of the games if he does make that big run to win it. It's because Russell Westbrook was out with with his he fouled out, mm-hmm. and it was nothing but Paul George on that floor, and yeah. he was making plays like he had that one play where um he passed it to Jeremy Grant who made the one more to Abdul Nader who ain't hit a shot all damn game and hit a clutch three. That's an MVP performance from Paul George. To, that's also why he needs to play more. Did y'all, Nader did y'all see the, the, the box score? They had like ten bench points. <laughs> yeah. That it was eighty eight, the fifth most of all time for two people. This is the thing about Paul George and this MVP discussion. I love Paul George. It's no secret to me. I love the fact that he's making this interesting. I love the fact that we had the Harden, we had the thing, and just Greek peak, Greek freak is just pacing through it, uh, but still with the lead because it's not a marath- It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. The Bucks have the best record in basketball. Best point differential by far. Uh, the Raptors are just one game behind them, though. Mm-hmm. And then the Thunder are third in the West, and they're four games behind the number one seed, two games behind the Nuggets. Right. Paul George is playing with a guy that is better than anybody Greek Freak has ever played with. Yep. And that right there is going to hurt him, even if the Raptors catch the Bucks mm-hmm. and they fall to number two. If that happens, then the Thunder would have to probably get to number two, and Paul George would have to do this. The Thunder would have to finish after All Star break like twenty and five in the but last twenty five games. It's definitely possible, but it it's not likely. But yeah, that, the, playing with a guy like Russell Westbrook really hurts him in this type of case because, like we said, Greek Freak he does play with Chris Middleton, who has been playing very, very good and is an All Star this year. But he's not a Russell Westbrook. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you also you also can say that Russell Westbrook in the past has been a hard dude to play with, and he also takes away from them. I've never the believed. That. You said the past, and I'm with Kenny. I've never believed that either. Think about think about this. Okay. Well, last year you saw with Paul George, he tried like Paul George was literally like a spot up shooter. He was just shooting. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with them trying to figure out each other. Yep. And then they also had the third wheel, which was Carmelo Anthony Carmelo at that Anthony. time. So and that team I'm still was, up a, there. It was still a playoff team, still a good team. But other than that one year where he was by himself with Sabonis and, and Victor Lee by himself, um, 
he brings the best out of players. Kevin Durant had his MVP season alongside Russell Westbrook. Steven Adams having an, an all-star caliber season, too, right now. Jeremy Grant is having a, a great year. Season. Russell Westbrook, out of all the stuff you can say bad about him, yeah. he brings the best out of his teammates. This year, yes. Definitely, definitely this year. No. And in a few, in yeah. the past, it's been that one year. The hero ball year kind of was different. And that was his MVP year. He brought the best out of himself. So... You get you got to have a love hate relationship, with which I do. Westbrook. That's what I do. But more than more times than not, he's you're gonna have to love him because of what he brings to the floor. And like I said, it's hard to make a player like Jeremy Grant do the things he does. Literally, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant was kind of moving around the league, but like I said, he's turned into an actual starter in this league. Legit, legit starter too. Yeah. Terrence Ferguson has got some confidence and in, in, in become a reliable shooter. Uh, Roberson is a guy who offensively. Ain't on a crumb in the NBA, but even next to Russell Westbrook, he was able to make him useful in some type of way. He got him t- three years, thirty the, million. One of the best cutters in the NBA. He, he's a really good leader too. They even, um, I think Deontay Burton, like the first game he checked in, it showed Russell Westbrook mic'd up, and he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna get you the ball." Next possession, he got him the ball, and I think Deontay Burton got an and one. So you can tell that Russell Westbrook, I think, has kind of learned that he's got to put that confidence in his – if he puts the confidence in his teammates, it's going to help him too because he's not the only one now. Right. Yeah. So I don't I – don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think that that, that – uh, what do you call it? That, that thing no out doubt there. Though, this is a different Westbrook this year. Yeah, it is. Yeah. His shot is not falling, but he's doing everything else. Lately he's been falling. As like in, the like, last, the last like couple three, games? Three or four games. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that's that's a trail if upwards. It does, if it does, they're scary. They're scary. They're the second-best yeah. team in the West, if you ask me. I can't, man, I, I, we get these two teams to match up. Then he, has, then he has six threes last night. Woo. That was crazy. Woo-wee. But it's, it's still Giannis for me. It's still yeah, Giannis for me. Giannis. Yeah. You can't is, ignore is what he's doing. Utah's at six? So would they match up in the playoffs? Yep. If they kept up like this? And that's good in the playoffs. That's series. what we want to see. That's exactly Joe what we want to see. Joe Ingles versus PG-13? Again. Come on now. Hey, last Joe Ingles want to know. Last hey, night, Paul George wasn't having nothing to Joe Ingles. He did PG-13, or he hit Paul George at that uh, Yeah, that's that. <laughs> But yeah, Paul but George got him back on the game winner. Like, he kind of yeah. nipped Split the double shit. team and right over the best shot blocker in the league. That's, that's a crazy shot right there. That's a crazy shot right there. But um, Giannis, back to Giannis, with him out, I looked this up last night because I figured that we were going to have MVP conversations here. Um, with him on the, on the bench, their offensive rating is 103 point something, which is bottom two in the league. But when he's on the floor, it's like 115, which is top three. Mm-hmm. We like This is a team that was projected by ESPN to win 47 and by Bleacher Report to win 45. They're at 44 with 20-plus games left. This is because of Giannis. And, of course, of course, he's got teammates around him that are knocking down shots yeah, and stuff. The perfect team but it's Giannis. Him. And because of that, he's still my MVP. Paul George is having a phenomenal year since 2019 started. He's been on fire but Giannis has been doing this since the beginning of the season. You know, he's not averaging 38 for the month, but he's still averaging 33. 27 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. And 30, 33 since the, the beginning of this month. Right. At the beginning of the season, we all knew he was kind of like the clear cut just because the momentum he was bringing into that season. Yep. And it was his MVP to lose. Yeah, so, this is Giannis' MVP and, to lose. And it's crazy because you think about James Harden is kind of starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. But Paul George, if you think about it, if he's in that conversation with somebody like Giannis, He's got to be someone that he's been playing like out of his mind. Yeah. 
And I think I think the one thing that many people that don't have Giannis number one, and, and if you got Paul George number one or James Harden number one, I'm not saying you're wrong because all three of these players are having phenomenal seasons. But with Giannis, he doesn't have that many of those MVP type moments like we got from Paul George last night. And that's night. where that that point differential kind of hurts him because a lot of times he don't need to be at the end at the end of the game because they're not There's close. not many close games but just a f- few nights ago against the celtics that chris was his Middleton. game chris Middleton hit the big shot it was still his game yeah, though. Was, he got that game. couple chase down blocks you know he's everywhere all the time i yeah. see what you mean though, i know what you mean fella. though i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean though because you want your mvp to take the the big shots yeah but he shot. doesn't have to he can also make the right pass, and that's still that's part of MVP. Like yeah. LeBron, LeBron makes that pass. He did. A, he trusts his teammates. Night. Well, no, not last night. The night before, when he passed to Reggie Bullock in the corner. Yep. But LeBron also makes can make the shot though. He, he, yes, he can. Definitely. Giannis shot one for two from three that game, bro. Fifty <laughs> percent. That's great. That's great. Uh, but Giannis is still number one. It's always fluctuating. We still got twenty plus games left. Who knows what's gonna be like at the end of the season? But if we're, if we're, I'm putting my vote in right now. It's Giannis, Mike. Who, who you got right now? If the season were to end, Giannis still. P. Yeah, Giannis. I mean, I would go Giannis because James Harden has slowed down. And, and for me, it's hard to vote MVP for someone that's about like he's the fifth seed. You so know? when. When James Harden was doing this thing, you, did you have James Harden above him? Yeah. You say he slowed down, yeah, but he still averaged like yards. Yeah, it's his team. It's his, he's like, not winning as much. And I don't know if it's because they got Chris Paul back and they still not focused Chris Paul's not playing bad, actually. No, last yeah, game he was really good. Yeah. Damn, near triple-doubles. Like, uh, they're like 5-5 five and five with him back or something like they're not even not even above 500. Yeah, they're like two games behind the Blazers for the fourth spot. But so, that's probably the highest they're gonna get. I don't see them is, catching it, any they other could team. Actually, drop because the Spurs Watching on the ass, the Jazz on the ass. It's just it kind of reminds me about. It makes me worried about the Rockets in the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that game against the Lakers, they were up like twenty, and then they let them come back. And the Lakers don't have their guy again. So I mean, the Rockets are a team that you can come back on. I know night. LeBron the best player, but I, we're not going. No, we, we Lonzo defensively, defensive impacted Lonzo it's just, does have it's out of this world. So. But I do uh-huh. like the lineup they threw out there. Um, B.I., Reggie Bullock. You know, I, I like that lineup. But I guess Reggie's going to have to come off the bench once Lonzo so, comes back. <laughs> Which we don't know. Like you say, he's going to have a little pushback. So it may be a little bit longer than we expected. Since we're talking about the playoffs, uh-huh. we have a team that we all predicted will fall out of the playoffs. But as, re- as of recent, their owner has came out and says that he wants them to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, if they make the playoffs, they have to send their 29th. It's the Clippers we're speaking Clippers, about, Steve yeah. Bomber. Uh, if they make the playoffs, they have to send their 2019 first-round pick to Boston and thus have one less asset to either use for a promising young player or perhaps on Anthony Davis in a trade package this summer to New Orleans uh, when they back to taking bids. If they miss the playoffs, however, they would then send Boston their lottery-protected 2020 first-rounder mm-hmm. It conveys as a 2022 second rounder if they miss the playoffs again next season. Yep. Or they make it again next season, right? No, if they miss the they playoffs. They miss it. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So he said the hell with all that. We want to make it even after trade, not leading score, Tobias Harris. So he put pressure on the organization to still go out and to compete. To play the good guys, not just yep. the young guys. So And they've been good. <laughs> yeah, they like, they're looking they at them right now. Good. They're 33 and 27. Mm-hmm. God. I mean, they beat up the on the Lakers, bad Grizzlies the team and the Grass Suns team. I didn't realize the Lakers had this much ground to cover. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a struggle. Like I was out. praying. I was praying the Grizzlies just pulled through and beat the Clippers. But I, I had to come to the realization that they just suck. The Grizzlies <laughs> suck. Yeah. Besides maybe Mike Conley. And, I mean. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody had a great game last night. Who? 
Joe. Joe Kim Noah put oh, up twenty did. and eleven. He did. He did. Vintage. <laughs> Vintage. <laughs> even though, even though. Uh, Montrezl Harrell gave him 30 in return, but uh, hey, Vintage. And the Clippers have some winnable games. And Jaron Jackson Jr. got injured, which is sad. Mm-hmm. I looked that up when we were doing, before they, we did but, the last but show. The, Wait, but what did he say? But, say what you just said. The Clippers have some a lot of winnable games. I scroll games. through and he sees a couple bad teams and then he say that, but I I beg to differ. I think they got a balanced schedule. They, they just played the Grizzlies, who they beat, but then tomorrow they have to play the Nuggets. Then they play the Mavericks. Then they play the Jazz. Then they play the Kings. Then they play the Knicks. And then they play the Lakers. Thunder and Celtics. Then they play the Blazers. Then the Bulls. So they How have a They mix. don't get knocked out that first round, especially if they AC. Everybody is going to get knocked out that first round going against the Warriors, Mike. Um, <laughs> is it worth it? Sure. Yeah. Wait, y'all looked like that. Like it's always fun on, to make bro. the playoffs. No, don't ever, don't ever, don't talk, ever talk say shit. it. We we ain't say nothing, but he also said something. What you said was loud and clear. <laughs> exactly. At that late, it's gonna be a fight if the Lakers make that ace. They're gonna be. They're gonna. We really look. There won't be much fun. Mike, talk your shit. Talk your no shit, Mike. No. Why want to be a sweep? Are you happy? You happy? You happy with five? You need to be worried about who got swept last year. Oh. He so, don't. He wasn't a fan there. He, he wasn't a fan there. He was. He was going for the Spurs. And I seen him tweet about Nas Cantor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty off the bench. This shit is crazy. Really? When's the last time a player gave the Blazers wait, 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 twenty wait, wait, off the bench? This is crazy that you have That's like three question. teams. That shit is absurd. <laughs> like he don't know what to say. Like that shit is crazy. It's one thing to have a bunch of favorite players, but it's like, damn. So, I rock. I rock with a few teams. So, <laughs> but we didn't really hear all of this when you got your ass swept. What do you mean? I said I, I wasn't rooting for them. Well, I was rooting. Oh, for them. Oh, like I wasn't rooting. Oh. I was rooting for them, but like I was disappointed. Because not even no, no, like no, no, a week no, no, into no. the season, he's like, I don't even like watching this Trailblazers. Yeah, game. they're not. They're not really that fun to watch. Yeah, but but are the Knicks fun to watch right now? <laughs> Come on now. Exactly. But my the Knicks are the worst team in the NBA. Exactly. This team is in the playoffs. It's a, it's a thing to, you can say the Hawks are fun to watch because of Trey Young, right? Right. Very exactly. fun to watch. You, can say you have Damian Lillard. What do you Damian. mean? Sometimes he's just like not that good offensively. So why I see have, I see what Derek is saying. So why the hell like are you, just get so stagnant and they you don't just have, do ISO You ball. can be a good team and still be boring. But, yeah. but you threw at me the Knicks when you know when they're the worst team yeah, in the league. I'm, I'm just saying you can be a bad team and still be exciting to watch. But not but not the worst team. When has the worst team in the NBA ever been exciting to watch? Tell me. When? The Suns with Devin Booker. Get the, get the, the, the fuck out of here, man. Get, get the, so you're telling me Devin Booker was that, not, did not make Devin that team? I, 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 agree, I agree. I agree he with him. Excited. That made the team worth watching, he right? Excited. I, mean, I agree with him. <laughs> you talking that, about this year right you now? You talking about last year because that's when they were the worst team in the league. I'm Come guessing. on, man. Come on. Devin when Booker he went out and dropped 70 on the Celtics, that was not exciting. You watched that game? Oh, my God. You watched that game. Wasn't it 70? It was seven. Yeah, seven. That's right. You watched that game? No, I wasn't. I don't. <laughs> How would you know it was exciting? Because it's, it made people watch it. Right? First, first of all, a big knock on the game. Even this it year, it wasn't exciting because they fouled at the end of the game for him to purposely get seventy. So it wasn't an authentic, real seventy. But, but until that, know, until that point, it was pretty it. exciting, though. Man, I'm not trying to hear that shit. Even this year, this year the, the Suns are exciting, man. Come on, man, cut it out. It's a, you could be a bad team and still be exciting. So what was the most exciting game for the Suns? I couldn't even tell you. 
I'm not saying that I watched them, but I'm saying that. But listen, listen. I don't mean to cut you off because I want you to say with everything you need to say. But how can you tell me a team is exciting and you don't watch them? That I makes no sense. people tune into that team, and people always talk about Devin Booker. They, they, what? <laughs> like that team is not boring to watch. We know. We know people tune in. People tune into everything. Yeah, they have a young core that is. But fun when to we watch. watch their games, their arena is very, very empty. They don't win games, but that doesn't mean they're not fun to watch. The Hawks have an empty arena, and Trey Young is a, a, a that's ticket seller. A, hey, that's a very good argument. Trey Young sells tickets. I know, but their arena very is still min- empty. Very minimal tickets, though. Devin, let's not act like but he's— But isn't Devin Booker a better player than him? Hell more yeah. exciting? Hell yeah, so but you're talking about a player. Okay. And you're not you're talking about a player and a team. That's two different things. Because to me, Damian Lillard is exciting, but with the t- with the Blazers, they're not an exciting team. That's a big difference, correct? Yeah. So it's the same thing with the Suns. You can't tell me they're an exciting team because they have an exciting player. Because now I'm throwing a, the same thing back to you about the Blazers. You cannot tell me that Damian Lillard is not fun to watch. It's you can't. I can't. But I can tell right. you. Right? No. No. Just answer this. Who are you rooting for for at least the playoffs? The Spurs or the Portland? Pick one team. Portland. That's your team. Yeah. He's always told us his hierarchy, though. He's a Bulls fan first, a Trailblazer fan second, and the Spurs fan third. The Blazers fan thing came from LaMarcus Aldridge. Which makes sense. And then you traveled on with the Spurs when he moved on. Exactly. That makes sense. I did always see a little bit of Marcus Aldridge in his game. He 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 favors those post dudes. Like even last night, he said, "My boy D Favors is going nuts." I'm like, D Favors, who's yeah. who's like looking at D Favors like that's my guy. <laughs> he was he was going crazy. He, yeah, he had a great game. <laughs> he did have a great game. But um, the only I have no problem with. It. The only reason I brought it up is because he be trying to throw shade. But you don't. Need to, you need to throw shade at your own team. I do. I, I he, he always do. I though. do. <laughs> I had. What's the last shade you threw at the Portland Trailblazers? That they're boring to watch. No, at the beginning of this season. He say that every time we talk about the Trailblazers. Yeah, I say that they're pretty, like they literally play. Their style of basketball is terrible. He's been saying that for a very long. He's been saying that for a couple of years now. <laughs> but what, but what I'm saying is, with that being said, though, you still you still don't throw as much shade at. At them as you do the Lakers, though. That's the only reason I brought that because like you talk personally. Yeah, against the I, I do too. He also got some. Yeah. It seemed like he be having some personal against LeBron too. No, you no. know that's not true. He, he literally got a LeBron jersey. Yeah, yeah that, that can't be the truth. No, that yeah, can't be the truth. Yeah, I love LeBron. You just want to talk shit to Mike or something? I just because that's yeah. why that's what I do, right? Yeah, but then, but like I do it because of that. But it's still deep down. I'm kind of rooting against the Lakers. I don't know why. I don't. I don't root against no team for some reason. No, no, yeah, that's that's the wrong word. Root against them is wrong word because I don't care if they win or lose. But when they lose, I do like it because I can. Talk look, trash I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm I'm just watching the game and I look in the group chat and I see Contrell put Lake is really signing this wall. <laughs> <laughs> like and then he went he went crazy in the yeah, fourth I, quarter. I, just it. I know he just want that reaction. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like messing with Mike when it comes to stuff like that. And I'm gonna do that to you too. If he, they sign KD and Kyrie and it's not going perfect, I'm gonna do the same shit to you. I'm going to be okay with it because <laughs> I don't be at the game. And it's like, and if they only sign Jimmy Butler this offseason, you're going to get a lot of shade there. No, I won't. From us, I'll be in probably. Dallas. Yeah. I'll be in Dallas. Oh, you're oh. Oh. <laughs> They have to win me back. So, if I'm getting Jimmy Butler, you're going to laugh at them. You're not going to laugh at me. That's number one. Number I'm surprised two. y'all don't throw the, that much shade to the Bulls. Just sitting around. There's nothing to really talk yeah. about the Bulls. What am I gonna say? I, I like exactly. First of all, I'm, no, I'm, it's not not that. Just how how poorly they ran. I'm high on the Bulls though. I think the Bulls got a good future. Oh yeah, me too. 
I like Zach Levine. I don't like control how bad the front office. I mean, I was the team. I'm the one that put y'all on Zach Levine. So I mean, wait, I, I don't. You wait. You, you ain't know Zach Levine before you knew me. What? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's probably true, right? That's probably true. Mike, because we didn't know you for 22 years. Who, <laughs> Mike, who, who put everybody on Zach Levine? What does that mean, though? Yeah, Mike, like we, Mike, he Mike. Didn't, now, I don't know if he's putting on is the right word. Right, I don't think that, that is the right word. He speak about Zach we knew, Levine. We knew like, he, he scored. Was like, you knew he was a scorer. Like, he was a good player on the Timberwolves. But, like... That's a fact. He but averaged 19 even before being traded. What are you talking about? I'm talking about before. That's my that's my point. Before that? I didn't know him before that. I know you did. That's but but I didn't. Did. Pierre, everyone like, oh, Pierre's, Pierre's talking about him. Let he me tune in. In college? Yeah, I don't know anybody at college. Just like when, <laughs> when the trade happened, y'all was a little eh about the trade. I was very eh about the trade. Exactly. Because yeah. y'all didn't know what y'all was getting back. Because he was coming off the ACL. Yeah, it had nothing to do with his game. We knew yeah. he was a hooper. We just didn't know if he was going to be good after the injury. No, y'all did. Yes, we, yes, did. we did. Go rewatch my reaction to that trade right y'all now. Y'all didn't know nothing about Zach Levine. Go rewatch that's the reaction what I'm saying. video. I don't care about your reaction video. Because when it happened, you went to go watch his highlights. And nope, then he was that's like, not, oh, that's okay. not, Yeah, that's not Cut true. Cut it out, man. That's not true. No. What, had, what, I, what I said. So what was Zach Levine game in Minnesota then? Tell me some things about Minnesota. He averaged 19. That's all I cared about. That he can score the ball. Yeah, the third option. That was impressive, but my my reaction on, was man. I don't how know many shots. I, you don't know <laughs> My reaction was I don't know if he's gonna come back and still be a, a, a good score. Just doing what shot what we just talked about. Yeah, I know. I'm literally just doing that. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Y'all boys, y'all boys, y'all. Is there boys, any other news? Boys. Yeah, Markel Fultz. Now here with Markel. Markel Fultz did some very very interesting things. Throw a little shade. Um, he says, it just excites me to know that I have a coach that's going to push you to be better and not just going to tell you what you want to hear. This was at the Magic press conference. He's talking about Steve Clifford? So he's throwing, he, he more so just throwing shade at Brett Brown. Right, yeah, no, I know. But like, ugh, and Steve then Brett, Brown, Brett Brown's response was, he said, um, they spoke back and forth. He said he's a good kid, he's a good young man, and we truly wish him well, and that he didn't mean that. But Jonathan Simmons, he's been hooping. So I think is Mark. I don't know what what what's. I just want to see him on the court. I, I want to see where did anything from? else. Where did that come from, though? I don't know. Because I feel like the Sixers did a, a good job to protect him and and not let him fall flat on his face. I mean, they probably promised him some stuff. Yeah, it's probably in that situation. Like we're gonna try to give you minutes, but at the same time, they're trying to compete. Yeah, so but you can't. You, do you want minutes? Because you, you can't shoot. And I wonder if it's a situation where he feels like he may be ready to come back, and they were like, "No, nah, bro, you need to you need to rehab a little bit more." And if they said that, were they wrong? Because he can't shoot. He can't shoot. I don't want nobody playing that fundamentally. Like it's not that he he can't he ain't make it. You it just looks ugly. Or the motorcycle accident is true. <laughs> uh, what about the referee Scott Foster versus CP3 in the Rockets? Talk to me. The funniest thing about that did y'all see the tech? Right. Yeah. Somebody pointed out how little of a tech he gave. Like, you know, when usually you do tech, yeah. boom. But he did. <laughs> yeah. The little tech, yeah. I, go rewatch that. He did the little tech, two-finger tech. Um, it was warranted. I mean, they were in his ear all, all game. Him yeah. and D'Antoni were in his ear all game. I feel like when you annoy a referee to a certain point, they're not going to give you calls. Not, and when, you're, no, and when you're known as that player that they don't like, when they come into the game... They're, they're they're against you already. You're already against. Yeah, because last year against your team, the Blazers, they had something. And after the game, Chris Paul said something sarcastic like, yeah, we know he's who the, play, the people come pay to see. 
or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they didn't shoot free throws for like the last 20 minutes of that game. And Harden had to believe with James Harden on that team. Harden mm-hmm. had four offensive fouls. And if you some really, of those were, yeah, no, they're, they're offensive fouls. They're the, only offensive fouls. Kinda, the only one that was kind of like sketchy was that, no, the Rondo one. Rondo, he like Rondo, kind of pestered him as he's bringing the ball up, and they just oh like, yeah, yeah, when he, yeah, Rondo literally hit his elbow with his face. And like it was Rondo's fault. Yeah, it was Rondo's fault. So should do should Scott Foster referee any more of their games? Yes or no? If if the world sees and they they believe that there is a personal vendetta, then no, send yeah. them somewhere else to ref. Thoughts but, on KD but I don't know if I feel and Kyrie All Star Weekend trolling. I'm pretty sure. I love it. Yeah. The media going to take whatever and run with it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you could tell that KD was trying, like, hard not to laugh. If you really look at it. Yeah, because it's like out of all weekend, the one time they talk about it. everybody there, right? You got my phone number if you really want to talk. Was trolling, though, did you see Kyrie's response? It was kind of like he was upset that they even asked him about that, if that was his whole I point to do so. I think that was just him giving them something else to talk about. They, I think he enjoys giving the media something. They know what they talking about. Two like max spots in Chicago. He wore that shirt or something about uh, being honest to your teammates or something recently. I guess the Bucks. I think. Uh, Porzingis wasn't psyched about the idea of playing alongside KD because he wants to be the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry to say that in Dallas. You won't be the face of the franchise, Porzingis. They got it. They got it in Luka. So, yeah. So, he's. I, I don't know where he can go and be the face of the franchise and win a championship. It's okay to be the number so two option. So, at their best, if Porzingis is his, the best player he can be and the best player Luka can be. I'm sure Luka's still going to be the face of the franchise because he was drafted there. Oh, you mean in that sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and player-wise. No. No. The ball handler is usually going to be the face of the franchise. There's two stars. It's no, kind no, of the I'm way it works. i who would be the better player. At, this, at, at their peaks, yeah. I, I can tell you what Luka's going to be like. I couldn't tell you what Porzingis going to be like on his peak. Why, why couldn't you? We saw Porzingis like We see, we see what type of player Luka is, too. I know he can Both of them are going to be like all-star caliber players, but I don't know I'm, I'm asking who's going to be better. From what you've seen out of both of them, uh-huh. if they are the best. I'm, I'm putting my stock in Luka more than in Porzingis. Okay. As a, because of the injury? Or just because of basketball. Player? Oh, yeah. You wilder. I'm glad Seven. you brought the injury up, too, just because like, it's kind of iffy since he's 7'3". I don't know. I injuries are like, going to always play yeah, him at least a little like bit. There's going to be a little bit of play. And I'm not saying going to go down with no right. you know, big, big time. injuries. But if, I can, if, if I'm choosing a 6'6 six, six guy who can do everything, mm-hmm. and I'm taking a 7'3 guy who can face up, shoot threes, block shots, defend, give me that. Give me that all day. Give me that. Um, Laker fan, thoughts on thoughts on the Lakers? Come on, man. Second half, they just had a good win. What are we doing? Why do we do this with the Lakers, but not because any other team? They had no. a because they, they don't want team that should be they in. They had, had a video come out. I think it was in the first half. Somebody shot a three ball and it missed, and LeBron just Whoa, like right. yeah, that yeah. was Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, yeah. which and was a terrible shot. Because he had um, Austin Rivers on his ass yep. in the post. Give him the damn and ball. I think I mentioned this earlier, but that's what I meant. That's what I more so meant. LeBron saying that that he's activating the mode. Yeah. Well, he said that. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Because he's gonna have to. They're like four games, yeah, three games behind. He's gonna have to activate it earlier than he would like to. Obviously, one of that reasons because he he had to miss time, and even before that, he he wasn't terrible. Obviously, the stats gonna be that he's the best player in the world. But you could just tell, like he didn't activate. Yeah, he didn't, it wasn't playoff LeBron. Right. He wasn't, wasn't. He wasn't even like putting in his full effort into yeah. it. And he still had a good game without putting in his full effort. I, no, I knew he was activated after that dunk he had. The Statue of Liberty one? Any, yeah. Anytime you could – it was a good sign when he doesn't take those step-back threes consistently. When he look at that ball, he see he got a mismatch. I want him to see him blow past people. Is that what playoff 
activated me. He's not settling. He just attacked. Hopefully, full attack won't. Hopefully, and Brandon Ingram. Shout out to him because he played very LeBron, well. Yeah, LeBron actually defaulted. He didn't default to him, but it seems like he learned that if I give him the ball and just let him do him and not make him be a spot up shooter, he can actually. Get Take his. the pressure off me. Right. Yeah. If you make Brendan Ingram a spot-up shooter, you you negate all his true talent. Ooh, well, <laughs> look at that boy that's using a, words. That's a fact. Is he airballed that wide open one in the corner? <laughs> he airballed a few. <laughs> that was another one where LeBron put his head down when Brandon Ingram airballed that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's when I tweeted. Like, this like this my, guy like really can't. Like my boy Campaign say, man, it's just takeover season for LeBron. And I hope he do it. I think the Lakers need to be in the playoffs. Uh, um, AC versus the Warriors first round will be very interesting. Uh, Luke Walton fire regardless. I don't know. I'm gonna give him his credit though. When is Lonzo coming back? We don't, don't know. know. He, he had a setback. Yeah. He had another setback, so that's gonna be tough. Uh, Draymond Green signing with Rich Paul. Is he a future Laker, Mike? I wouldn't mind it, but oh my gosh, I wouldn't that mind was it. tweaking, bro. I wouldn't mind it. Like Draymond's yeah. good, obviously, he but your ass tweaking, bro. He doesn't fit. Y'all want everybody, literally. Now I see yeah, what people talk about. Now that's Lakers. when they just Photoshop and stuff. Yeah, because you're gonna strike out on somebody in free agency this yeah. year, and you're gonna give Draymond, Draymond Green a max. Nah, nah. He probably would like LeBron gonna cry 15. in the car calling Draymond. Fifteen. 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 What? Thousand dollars? A million dollars? Fifteen thousand. Damn. He's, he's more valuable than fifteen say, million dollars. Yo ass tweaking. Jr. Smith makes fifteen million dollars this year. Yeah, we spoke yeah. about Jr. before the season started. Because I'm not speaking on Jr. Smith. No I'm just saying, like that. Up, bring up some of them Damn. wild predictions. Let them, let them go on. So, me. so we had an um, episode before the season started of us giving up bold predictions. One of Mike's bold predictions was that the Pistons were going to be the eight seed, which is not really not a bold, bold prediction. My boldest prediction was that the Spurs weren't going to make the playoffs. They're in the playoffs right now. Pierre said that the Cavs were could win forty games and Jr. Smith could average twenty, and then but the context with the Jr. part is that they asked me who would score. I said Jr. could average twenty points because he's averaged eighteen and nineteen before in his career. And Derek's Derek's <laughs> one. Go with that. And I don't New know. York, that I was in New York. I average eighteen. I just don't want people to think that I just came up here like Jr. going to average twenty. It's different. I did say that about the the, the Cavs that they could win forty. But the JR thing came because of that. I don't want people to think that I was coming here high smoking on crack talking about JR. I remember going and, and going to have a good season. For Who was that? Too. Dwight Howard. I said he's going to be the best Oh, yeah. Football. He did say that. Yeah, we all, we all yeah. thought. I yeah. think yeah. everybody I think thought he would be Dwight Howard could be coming back soon. I believe so. Why? <laughs> I don't know. And then Derek said that the Mavs are going to make the playoffs. I was right for a minute. You're for about a month or two. <laughs> and then we we all had some that we were right about. I mean, I said the Bucks were gonna be a top three seed. I said De'Aaron Fox is gonna average twenty. He ain't averaging twenty, but he took a big step. He's Mike, averaging like eighteen. He's points. averaging like eighteen. Um, that mean you was wrong. I was wrong. No, I said I was wrong. No, I want you to say you. Was I was wrong. wrong, but I was right. <laughs> and then Mike had one that he was he was right about. But it wasn't your bold the predictions pistons, weren't right, even bold. Yeah, that, yeah, that's you're right. But that's not even a bold. That wasn't even a bold prediction coming into the, the season. Seed is what he said. They were projected to win forty games, and guess what? They're about to win about forty games this How season. How do y'all feel about what Dave Yeager did? With Buddy Hill, yeah. mm, that's a good. That's a good one. I, I, he hit the shot. He, he hit did. the one before that, and then he was the timid after that because of Dave Yeager's. Yeah. I don't like I it. Let it yeah. fly. Let the boy play. I would have let it fly. I, I was just I like, how are you going to bash a player from putting your team in a winning position? It literally made no sense. That's jackass shit. Dave Yeager don't want to be their coach. But we'll talk about that on a future episode. Because um, he ain't actually said that. But he's always trying to interview for other jobs here and there. there what job did he really want that he interviewed for? Was it the Bucks? 
Can y'all talk? Let me let me look this up. Let's just get some teams. Some Bucks, the Raptors. Uh, who's who has some coaching? So he not he not a fit for a young team. He doesn't want a young uh, team. He want, he wants to be one of those teams that are almost there. Um, the Hornets didn't they have a no? It wasn't Knicks? it wasn't the Hornets. No, no. he wasn't with us. Uh, the Pistons, the Raptors. Damn, bro, how can I find this? Um, it had to be the Bucks. That was the only other team. The I don't think it was the Bucks. The, no, this the is before team. he got the job at Sacramento. He was interviewing for some some spot, and I don't even know what to Google to find it out. Somebody in the comment section gonna know though. Mm-hmm. It, it was one of those teams that was a uh, French playoff team or a war playoff team. And he was like, I want to take over, and it might have been a team that. Where did he come from? Where did he assistant coach before he got, you know, his head coaching the job? Nuggets? I couldn't even tell you. Could could have been the Nuggets. It might have been the Nuggets, but I can't. I can't. Nuggets, Lakers. It was not the Lakers. I could tell you that much. Uh, Timberwolves, um, Suns. Was it the Suns? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Reasons. I don't really know. Listen, I don't want to spend too much time. Clippers, Spurs, Jazz. You're saying Rockets. everybody, and, I, and it's not gonna click. <laughs> it's not gonna click. We'll figure it out and, and Hawks. talk about it. It Woo! was. It was. Could have been the Hawks, baby. Magic, Hell Orlando. No. The Heat, the Pistons. What about the Pistons? What about the Hornets? Nobody wants to. Oh, could have been the Hornets. Could have been the Hornets. Could have been the. No, I'm serious. No, it could have been the Hornets. Uh, maybe the Nets. Any of them? No, I got Kenny Axon. I think that's everything. Wait, we're gonna figure this out. Y'all keep talking. Close this out while I find this. Thank y'all so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire. Back at the set, of course. Back to our normal schedule of Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, Basketball talk is, I mean, we still got 25 games left of the regular season. Then, of course, we're going to have playoff coverage. We do everything around here, you know? No days off, ever. We've been doing this for what, almost two years now. We, we ain't really took no days off. Kings coach Dave Yeager on Timberwolves' job. It might have been the Wolves. Click on that, click on that link. It might have been the Wolves. What, what was his quote? My focus is right here. It was the Wolves. It was the Wolves. That Jimmy was the Butler. team. That was the team. It was the Wolves. Hey. That, I guess he's happy now. Everybody, <laughs> before we leave, okay. Where's the Lakers? No, I'm not wishing. I'm not wishing Lakers nothing, bro. I'm not wishing for Brown Brown. We need to beat the Pelicans tonight. <laughs>